It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. Today, we're going to talk about another potential kind of bargain shopping type of free agent here, Victor Aladipo. Should the Wizards take a look at him? We've got some reports that GMs think he, he'll go for a veteran minimum. So we're going to talk about him. And then I am going to get to Denny Avdia's experience in the D.C. area. I'll probably get to that first, actually, before I forget. I'm sorry I forgot uh, last episode, and then we'll do a quick mock draft. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so this, Denny did a interview. Uh, I'm not sure where he did. He did it in Israel. Um, this was posted from Innovation Sports on Twitter. Uh, Sports Junk, and yes, he does follow me on Twitter as well, so I follow him back. Um, Denny mentioned he was robbed several times, and when asked what he meant, he replied, just like it sounds. So this is in the D.C. area. I'll read another quote here that uh, Sports Junk posted on Twitter. He said, I came to the U.S. from Israel, a different country, different culture. Everyone is far away, your friends, family. You go through so many ups and downs. It's really also an emotional roller coaster. I wish I had those three siblings who could just come and bring fun vibes. So the reason why I'm reading this and bringing this up because these guys, they're not just basketball players. They're human beings. So this is super important. And you hear how the transition from coming from overseas to the U.S. can be tough. Just like going from the U.S. to the overseas can be a challenge. Or there's just different things. It's just different. The game is different. The country is different. It's just different things. And how old is Denny? 21 years old. So there's just a lot of different things that he's going through emotionally and physically and mentally. And you could you could tell. I don't know if this is you know why you know some of the things went happened and I thought he had a fairly good season but you could see some you know hanging his head and different things like that were there other things affecting him when he 
had three straight games with zero points. You know, were there other things going on off the court? And some of the stuff, you know, being robbed is is very serious, of course. Um, not laughing at all. Um, and then another quote, he says, we are above it, strong in the head. Nothing bothered me. Continue to keep playing. He says, end quote. Next quote is, quote, I've been robbed several times. It was tough, but we are above this. Strong in the head. Nothing bothered me. I'd rather not elaborate. It was tough. Um, I don't, I didn't get to watch the interview yet, but those are a couple quotes that are very alarming red flags as well on just the area and what's, and what's going on, you know, DC, I, I was born and raised in Maryland, PG County, right next to DC. So I know, you know, the city and what goes around it. If you go to different parts, it's not the nicest part in the world. So, you know, keeping it real here, but Denny, um, the questions I have as an NBA player. Of course, you have a big target on your back. You're six foot nine. You walk around. You look like you got a lot of money. You look like a basketball. Obviously, everybody knows you play play for the Wizards. So there's going to be people who are looking for you in the area. So you just have to be careful. Um, I know the practice facility is in Southeast. I'm not exactly what part of Southeast. I don't know. But obviously, you know, the players go there and they have to go home. I don't know exactly which part it is. So I'm not saying it's a bad area. I know the... Um, the Mystics practice there as well. It's a very nice facility. It's probably a very nice area. I need to go to a Mystics game and go to a go-go game so I can see what's going on. But I'm just trying to put two and two together there. I'm not assuming any part is bad or any part is this. I'm just saying, hey, you know, why is a six foot nine NBA player going through this? You know, and has anybody else on the Wizards going through? Has Rui gone through this experience being an international player? Has, you know, Davies Bertans, has he gone through this while he was here? So those are just some of the questions I have, but um, and I know it's tough on a young guy like Denny, you know, to go through this. And I think some of the stuff that's been going on could be affecting him on the court. So um, definitely, definitely gives me, gives me more. I have more respect for Denny going through different things. Like, but being robbed multiple times, several times, like, do the Wizards need to hire him a bodyguard or, you know, what was, what, you know, so I just have some questions there. You know, what what can he do differently to, you know, be safe. I mean, because it's just interesting, but I do want to keep a basketball but at the same time. You know, he, he's a human being. So, you know, you just want to make sure that everything is okay as a player on and off the court and that it's not, it's not affecting his game and not affecting him as a person um, moving forward as a Washington wizard, you know? So um, just some crazy quotes there, man. Crazy quotes. I mean, DC is a nice city and um, yeah, it's just, it's disheartening to hear that. So, but do want to get to basketball here. Do want to talk, to, talk about Victor Aladipo um, being uh, there's a quote. I'll read it really quick here from per Sean Davini. Sean Davini is an NBA editor for heavy.com author of greed and glory fun city and others. Buffalo wing enthusiast enthusiast uh, on Twitter, verified account as well. So it looks like he's some type of NBA writer. So quote from him talking about Victor Aladipo's free agency. He says, he is still looking at a minimum, talking about a minimum contract, make good contract next year. A team like Sacramento or the Knicks or the Blazers is not going to be Miami. That has been pretty clear. That was on NBA Central on Twitter. So the Wizards were not listed as a team, but the Wizards definitely could use more depth at the shooting guard position, really at the guard position. Now, Victor is coming off of multiple, multiple injuries. Um, you look at the list of games that he's played in the last couple of years. Um, he's played in eight games this year, eight games. 
four games in 20 and, and he played in 2021. He played in nine plus 20. He played in 33 games in 2021. He played in 19 games in 2020. 2019, he played in 36 games. So that injury, that that catastrophic injury, that gruesome injury that happened where they put the towel over his leg and, the, and then he had a quad injury, he just has not been durable at all. And he bet on himself. He bet on himself. You know, first he was with the Magic. Then he went to the Pacers. I'm sorry, no. Then he went to OKC, played with Russell Westbrook. Then he got traded to the Pacers. Um, then after that, he played really, really well with the Pacers. Unfortunately, got injured. Then he was involved in the James Harden trade, got traded to the Rockets. You know, John Wall was there. DeMarcus Cousins was there. They actually won a couple games. They were 11-10 and 10 at one time, if I'm not mistaken. Then they went on that losing skid, and it looked like the Rockets were just tanking. And they actually offered him a deal. I want to pull up the contract extension. It was almost like a Dennis Schroeder type of situation where a team offers you an extension, and then the guy, you know, Victor Aladipo, Dennis Schroeder, turned that extension down. They bet on themselves thinking that they would get a larger deal, but it was not the case. Victor Aladipo turned down a two-year, $45.2 million extension from the Houston Rockets. And then he ends up with a one-year, $2.4 million deal with the Miami Heat. So he could have just easily taken that money, but he bet on himself thinking that he could get a larger deal, excuse me, after that year. Um, so it's kind of like he's looking back at, her now, at it now in hindsight, like, hey, man, I, I could have, I could have just got paid in the shorter looking at, Hey, I, I could have just got paid, but there were rumblings of Victor Oladipo going to the heat where they were in the bubble. You can see the heat like to recruit. They like to recruit Bradley, Bradley bill. They like to recruit everybody they can. And Victor Oladipo is one of those guys. I mean, I'm going to read off his accolades um, before I go into the next, but of course the three categories that I'm looking for from a Washington wizards player is what Bradley bill said. Is that guy a dog? Can they get, de- can they defend? Can they shoot threes? And Bradley Bill wants bigger guards. So going off the assistant GM, does Victor Oladipo check those boxes? Now, money-wise, he could check that box. The Wizards don't have a lot. They don't have any cap space at all. They're over the cap. They can use the mid-level exception of $10.5 million. They can sign veteran minimum contracts, or they can use the biannual exception uh, to sign players. So Victor Oladipo does fit in one of those three. He, in my opinion, he's not going to make more than 10 and a half. And according to Sean Davini, he's probably going to make a minimum deal. So let's get to his accolades and some of the, let's see if he checks off all the boxes and um, we'll get to that. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Summer is coming and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bar is the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you're a fuel for your summer adventures. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. If that's not enough flavor for you, then you might want to try the Mix Box. The Mix Box comes with 12 flavors of bars and puffs. Built Bar makes sure that there is something for everyone. Know what my favorite flavor is? It's cookies and cream. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Built.com to get all of your favorites banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. Check them out at Built.com. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's go over some of Victor's numbers here uh, per basketball reference here. I do have a a small stat from B-Ball Index as well, as well, just showing how good of a defender he was. Now, Victor Oladipo, um, if you forgot what this guy has done, this guy has a, a lot of accolades. I mean, he, I mean, this is in the past, of course, but in a short span, you know, and he's 29 years old. He's going to be 30, old, 30 years old pretty soon. He's from Silver Spring, Maryland, went to DeMatha Catholic High School in Hyattsville, Maryland, PG County, went to Indiana University as well, was a good player over there. But he's a two-time All-Star, 27-2018 steal champion, led the league in steals. Now, this is four years ago now. 2018 all in first team all NBA. Not second, not third team, but first team all NBA in 2018. 2013-14 all rookie, 2017-2018 all defensive team, and 27-2018 most improved player. Now, once again, this is all four years removed, but he still has that pedigree. He still has that talent. He still has that athleticism in him, the ball handling skills, the self-creation. You look at the playoff game or the last game of the year against the Orlando Magic, he had 40 points. 40 points. He was the closer in the playoff game. Jimmy Butler. I want to say Jimmy Butler didn't even play. He rested in the game against the Hawks. And they put Victor Oladipo in the game. And Victor Oladipo is kind of coming off cold. I mean, there were a couple games where he collected DMPs in the playoffs. And Victor Oladipo stepped up huge against the Hawks and was a closer for them. He was a closer for them. I do want to look up some of the numbers here just to make sure. but he was a closer for the Hawks in that game. There were there were games where they were down, and Victor Oladipo had to step up. Yeah, Jimmy Butler didn't even play in the last in the last game. The gentleman sweep. Victor Oladipo had twenty three points. He started for them three for six from the three point line, eight for sixteen from the field, had three assists as well. Uh, was a plus seven in the plus minus box and had three steals. Looked like his 2017, 2018 form. So if, if the Wizards can get a guy like that on a veteran minimum deal. That's a huge help. Now, the thing is, how would he fit here? How does he fit? You know, we've seen guys come and go, not fit well. Spencer Dinwiddie last year didn't fit well on the roster. Uh, I'm not saying Victor Oladipo is going to be a point guard. He, he's, he's better suited as a shooting guard, but he can bring the ball up and facilitate. There are times where he can definitely be a combo guard for sure, where you just give him the ball. Look with the Pacers. They, were just, they just gave him the ball, bring it up, do whatever you felt like doing. And he could just go out there and do it. He was just controlling the flow of the team. The plays went through him. The offense facilitated through him. Uh, when he had Sabonis on the roster, Miles Turner, he was the alpha dog. He was the leader. The Wizards definitely need a leader. They need a vocal leader. And Victor Oladipo certainly was that on the Pacers, for one. But to see him step up and kind of come in cold against the Hawks and be able to finish a series, I mean, that speaks volumes for a guy. Um, chemistry is one thing I brought up, too. He's a character guy. I guess along with a lot of people. Um, you know, Skip Bayless said something about Jimmy Butler not liking Victor Oladipo, and then Victor Oladipo recently just went to a conf- press conference and made fun and said, oh, Jimmy doesn't like me. And then Jimmy Butler comes out of the press conference, like, right next to him, and then they dap each other up after that, just laugh it up after doing the gentleman sweep, beating the Hawks 4-1. to one. Um, But you look at his numbers. Does he check the box of defense? Yes. He can defend. He's still a solid defender. 
I'm going to pull up the stat from B-Ball Reference or B-Ball Index. This is from February 19, 2021. This is when the Rockets were playing well in that, that year, the first start of the season. So here are the shooting guards with the highest defensive impact this season per defense of the LeBron metric. Number one was Juan Toscano-Anderson, who played with the Warriors. Matisse Thibel, who plays with the Sixers, who is a lockdown uh, defender with plus 183. Dante Exum was third uh, with plus 1.08. Victor Oladipo was fourth with plus 1.07. Fifth was Cinderius Thornwell, plus 1.03, who was on the Clippers roster uh, last year. I'm not sure where Cinderius Thornwell, but I always liked Cinderius Thornwell. He was a you know strong, stocky defender and athletic as well. But he's in good company. Matisse Thibel is a legitimate defender. Toscano Anderson is a legitimate defender. Dante Exum is a capable defender as well. So just this metric alone gives validity to what Victor Oladipo can do. He can get in the passing lanes. He can create steals. He has that closing speed where he's athletic and get get out there and defend at the point of the attack as well. Um, So he checks the box defensively, three-point shooting. How good of a three-point shooter is he? He's a 34-point, basically a 35% three-point shooter in his career um, with – with Miami last year in 2021, he didn't shoot the three well. He shot 23% from the three, 32% from the three overall in 2021. Actually, he shot 36% from three in 2021. He was on three teams, was traded from the Pacers to Houston to Miami in 2021. Um, and then in the 2020 season, he shot 31% from the three. So every year it's going down. In the 2019, he shot 34% from the three. So it's kind of iffy. Is he a knockdown three-pointer? No, but he's 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 a threat from the three-point line. I'll give him that. He's a threat from the three-point line. Is he a dog? I'll give him that. So he checks those the boxes of defending a dog. I'll give him that. He checks that box with the Bradley Bill GM metric. Six foot four, 213 pounds. That's average height for a guard, shooting guard. Checks that box. He's not a shorter guard, you know, a la. Howell and Ish Smith, I like those guys, but they are six feet even. So Victor Oladipo certainly checks those boxes right there. Like what, but what I did say before is the injury concern, injury concern. So, and then looking at his contract as well, this is how his contract would work out. So the Miami Heat, they have his bird rights right now. So that means that he can surpass the cap to resign him this summer. But if the Heat is determined, this is from who hypes. But if the Heat is determined not to pay a luxury tax next season. Miami might not have to give Aladipo and stay under the tax line. If the Heat gives Caleb Martin a deal in the $8 million per year range and keeps every other player on the roster, then Miami would have only $4 million to $5 million to offer Victor Aladipo without surpassing the projected $147 million tax. But if Miami bypasses signing Caleb Martin, who has been a revelation, and keeps the, the rest of the roster intact, the Heat could offer Victor Aladipo a contract starting in the $12 million range and remain under the tax. So a lot of his own Caleb Martin, who I do like, who I do want the Wizards to pursue. Caleb Martin's a restricted free agent. Him and his brother Cody Martin are twins. They're both free agents, but they're restricted, I want to say. So that's a target. I would love to see the Wizards go after Caleb Martin. That's a 3 and D guy. But getting back to, to Victor Oladipo, that decision on Caleb Martin could be huge for them. If they don't want to go into the tax and just let Victor walk, that market for him he might be a second or third wave of free agency, the second wave of free agency. Then you give him a veteran minimum deal. He can prove himself out there and then get a bigger deal the next year. I just think his fit with the wizards, he would be a backup two guard to Bradley bill. We don't really have much of a backup two. in my opinion. KCP is the starting three. We do have Corey Kispert coming off the bench as the two guard as the backup shooting guard. So it would be tougher with the rotation. Um, with Corey Kispert, you know, those, those guys would be fighting for minutes. Or could Victor come in and be a combo backup point guard? 
for whatever point guard we bring in. And he could he would just, you know, go ham, go in on bench units and just be a great six man for the Washington Wizards. The Wizards need to get more athletic too. I think he brings some athleticism to the table as well. He's caught a couple bodies and dunked on some people. The Wizards need to be more athletic. I haven't seen a chase down block other than Daniel Gafford in a long time. I haven't seen somebody dunk on somebody except for really Gafford. Um, their teams just look more athletic than us. I think the needs are athleticism, three-point shooting, and defense. We need to get more athletic. We need to get quicker defensively. Victor Oladipo is able to switch. He's one of those switchable defenders who's versatile, can switch on a lot of people, on a lot of people. That's what helped them against that Hulk series. I'm going to read a quick article here from The Athletic, just a quick excerpt, just talking about Victor Oladipo's impact on, on defense. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, so Victor only played in eight regular season games, but he did enough in them. This is for John Hollinger. 16.9 PER player efficiency rating, which is solid. 60.5 true shooting percentage and played solid defense as well. He could be an X factor, scored 40 points in the season finale against the Orlando Magic. Uh, Victor Oladipo, quote, after not playing in any of the first three games, Victor Oladipo checked into the game with seven minutes and 53 seconds left in the second quarter and played 23 of the game's remaining 32 minutes. Miami was down six points when he entered the game against the Hawks, and then the Heat ended up winning by 24. They ended up winning by 24. So that shows his impact. Now, Victor Oladipo, I think he would be a solid signing. I would have him come off the bench. My starting five projected is point guard X. Maybe you trade for Tyus Jones, like I brought up earlier. Um, maybe you get Jalen Brunson would be wishful thinking, in my opinion. Can you get Markel Fultz from the Magic, one of those point guards? Um, DeHonte Murray is a pipe dream. But being realistic, I do think Tyus Jones is attainable, but it will have to be via trade. Shooting guard Bradley Bill, small forward, um, most likely would be the KCP, Kuz at the four, Przingis at the five. Then your backups would be Aladipo. Um, at the two, you would have, um, I'm sorry, backup would be Sato at the one, Victor Aladipo at the two. Bench would be um, Rui at the four. And then Corey Kispert maybe at the three, knocking down threes. And then um, Gaff at the five. Denny would fit in there somewhere, or Denny would be at the three. So you, you just got to find that rotation, but you can never have enough depth. You can never have enough depth. Ridala Diva would bring athleticism and firepower off the bench for the Wizards. So for a veteran minimum deal, I think it's definitely something to consider. I think it's definitely something to consider there. Um, and he can bring, yeah, like I said, he can bring some tenacity, some leadership to the roster for sure. So I, I think it's something to look into. I personally, it doesn't move the needle. Not much, but he could definitely help and bring some depth. We haven't had great backup shooting guards in the past, to be honest. You know, we we tried Jody Meeks. We tried C.J. Miles. We tried Austin Rivers to be a point guard, backup shooting guard. So we haven't really had a guy that could, you know, spell Bradley Bill. We had Jordan McCray, Jordan McCray, Jordy Buckets. We had Jordan Crawford, Martell Webster, guys like that. But I think Richard Oladipo would come in and definitely help um, coming back. And he's a humble guy. He talked about how he's battled from his injury. About a year ago, he had surgery and he couldn't even play. So um, he's just a humble guy, and he's a singer too. So 
Um, I, I, I wouldn't mind them taking a swing on a veteran minimum deal. All right, so let's quickly do the mock draft like I promised, guys. Um, I'm not going to do it on my computer, but I'm going to – it's on NBA Tankathon. I'm going to do it really quick here, a mock draft um, sim here. So um going to do it real quick. I'm not going to do it on the screen. So this is where we ended up. We got the 10th pick, and um, the Pacers got the first pick, Jabari, and then the Rockets got the second pick. OKC got the third. Kings got the fourth with Jaden Ivey. OKC picked Paola Bancaro. Jabari Smith um, got picked by the Rockets with pick two. The first pick of the draft was the Pacers with Chet Holmgren. Keegan Murray with the fifth pick to the Orlando Magic. A.J. Griffin with the Pistons at pick six. Uh, Shaden Sharp to the Blazers. Benedict Mathurin to the Pelicans. Johnny Davis to the Spurs at nine. And Tari Eason with the Wizards at pick 10 from LSU. Um, a versatile defender who can guard basically one through five, who can shoot the three, put the ball on the floor. He can post up, very versatile. He's a little foul prone, high energy guy. Sometimes he can be a little too for, too school, too cool for school. Six foot eight, 260 pounds, high motor, high energy player. Plays with a lot of swag too. Can really handle the ball for a 6'8 guy. Very smooth, can do some kind of and one mixtape tour kind of moves and get open and kind of get you going one way and put the, you know, have the defender going one way and get to the basket and can finish above the rim as well. He would bring some aggressiveness and some tenacity. He has some dog in him too. He would definitely bring some aggressiveness to the roster for sure. So I'm going to do one more here. So the Wizards end up with 10 again. I'm going to do it again so they can. Get better lottery odds. They keep ended up at ten again. Yeah, and then this one we ended up eleven. We picked Jalen Durant. So this was a terrible uh, lottery sim here. The last one here. Once again, we end up with the eleven pick again. So I'm, I'm gonna screen share it next time. This one again, Tarius. And so the draft lottery is two weeks away, guys. May seventeenth. So be prepared. I can't wait. Hopefully we can get some luck here in the uh, draft lottery. But I just want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you guys check out Locked On NBA Big Board with host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies. And author, uh, author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, mock draft, players' rankings, and, of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen locked on NBA from the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals. Locked on experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. So, Vijala Debo's fit with Bradley Bill. Can he get along with Bradley Bill? Can he mess with Bradley Bill? Can he mess with Chris Hasporzingis? I definitely think he could. He could come on, come off the bench with Gafford, have some good pick and roll there, pick and roll with Rui Hachimura, pick and pop. Same thing with um, Chris Hasperzingis as well. Some good chemistry there and Bradley Bill taking turns. And he could help Bradley Bill defensively. Bradley Bill wouldn't have to guard the best scoring guard. You know, those nights where we had Josh Hart going off on us or, you know, um, what other guard, Anthony Simons, who's a beast, who's going to be really, really good for years to come when he was dropping 25 points in the first half. We could have a guy like Victor Oladipo be another solid wing defender out there. The Wizards could certainly, certainly use that. So a one-year, $2.4 million deal, take the hometown discount, I wouldn't be mad at it. All right, you guys, hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today.